Hi, this is paleoconservative on steroids. I'm going to be talking about Afghanistan a little bit. I'm going to entitle it, Get Out of Afghanistan Now. <coughs> Excuse me. I was saddened to hear recently that President Trump was calling off negotiations with the Taliban because they exploded a few car bombs in Kabul. We were getting close to a final agreement, and a draft agreement was already agreed upon. I am hoping that Trump considers this a part of his strategy to get a better deal, and not some kind of reaffirmation of our failed strategy to beat the Taliban and turn that primitive country into some kind of Jeffersonian democracy. For God's sake, I hope he hasn't started listening to his two dopey expert warmongers, John Bolton and Mike Pompeo, because then we're all in trouble. My inclination after the September 11th attacks back in 2001 was to slake the national bloodlust by a few weeks of conventional bombing and some commando raids and leave it at that. That would have appropriately punished the Taliban for giving shelter to Al-Qaeda. Of course, if the U.S. had not gone around the Middle East poking at hornets' nests for 40 years, there would have been no attack at all. Why were we defeated in Afghanistan? We stupidly forgot our own history. The only reason the British sued for peace near the end of our War of Independence was because it was simply not worth it to the Brits to spend huge amounts of money to keep a colony in the empire that was costing more money than it was worth. Our war of adventure in Afghanistan has cost something near three trillion dollars. Not billion, that's trillion. We live in an age of fourth generation warfare where huge, well-equipped multinational armies continually fail at destroying guerrilla armies armed with old rusty rifles supplemented by a few man-portable anti-tank weapons and some heavy machine guns. More importantly, the guerrillas are united by religion, ethnicity, or race. This bond is unbreakable. There is also the aforementioned cost factor. Let me give you a fictional scenario. Let's say a column of American troops in Afghanistan are held up by a Taliban 10-man squad armed with rifles, an RPG anti-tank weapon, and maybe an old Russian or Chinese 12.7 heavy machine gun. The U.S. column will stop and call in air support. The United States Air Force planes will shoot extremely high-tech missiles and munitions at the guerrillas, killing seven of the ten and causing the rest to flee. One U.S. soldier is grazed in the leg by a rifle round. Who won this battle? The Taliban did. Let's say the Air Force used three Hellfire missiles, which are $115,000 each. The U.S. soldier grazed in the leg will apply for partial disability, claiming post-traumatic stress syndrome. Lifetime benefits will pile up, and maybe a half a million in the soldier's lifetime. The Taliban will have lost a lot less seven semi-literate Afghanis whose lifetime income won't total 20000 each, and some 30-year-old Soviet-era weapons that can easily be replaced. There is no valid strategic reason for the U.S. to stay in Afghanistan. We should get out now. This is Paleoconservative on Steroids, signing off.